In this episode, you'll learn about an innovative and historic project in Pittsburgh, Kansas, and a faculty member whose impact has been so great that he was chosen as an outstanding educator at the national level. Both stories are from the School of Construction at Pittsburgh State University. I'm Andra Stefanoni, and this is Gorilla Connection. We redid the slab, new underground plumbing, new underground electrical. We added this patio and the sidewalk that goes around. Um, there's been a ton of block work, which you'll see to the extent that it was done in the photos I'll send you. Um, That's Zachary Burris, the project manager for a top-to-bottom renovation of an historic building in Pittsburgh. He's overseen subcontractors as they tackle plumbing, electrical, roofing, concrete, drywall, and more. There's a big difference between Zachary and most project managers. He's still a student at Pittsburgh State University. But we could. So you, you're a senior. Yes. And this is your senior capstone. Yeah, this is my. Yep, this is my senior project. So every senior okay, hang on. Let me get in there and you say that again. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is my senior project. Every senior in the school of construction has a project. Uh, mine's a little bit more unique than most. It's, it's a significantly larger project, and then it's mine's two semesters. Most are just one. Here, where the unofficial school motto is by doing learn, students in the School of Construction each take on a senior project in the community. They've built pavilions, park shelters, and sandboxes. But this project is different. It required a high level of collaboration with business partners and community members. And the building itself is also special. It's just a short walk north of campus at 1007 South Elm and was once home to the Carver League. For background and context, I turn to Digital Commons, a repository of records maintained by the special collections in the university's Axe Library. Here's what I found. The Carver Social League, named after the great educator, innovator, and botanist George Washington Carver, was established here in Pittsburgh in 1947. In 1951, the group purchased this land, and construction of the Carver League building began. The purpose? to provide a place for social activities for the black residents and students of Pittsburgh and surrounding towns. They'd been denied membership in many community groups and organizations. It was here that they held picnics, game nights, hot dog roasts, lectures, and movie screenings. They also participated in charity work. Members aged, the times changed, the building closed, and in recent years began to show its age. Then, Pitt State graduate Donna Jackson Campbell Bryce, class of 1968 and a Carver League volunteer, began a campaign to save the building, an important part of not just Black history, but American history. Donors stepped up, and the Pitt State School of Construction signed on. That's where Zachary comes in. So, um, why would you want to take on a project that takes twice as long as most senior projects? Well, I like the challenge, and... uh... It's a good learning opportunity. I mean, the more experience you can get, the more it's going to help you when you graduate and get to the real world and uh, take on real projects. You know, helps you become a better manager, better better at your job and your profession so that you can uh, provide a better result for your future employer. And you hope to go into to managing um, a construction, yeah. the, the so, field work? So actually, I'll be a... I actually accepted an offer with a company called Icon Structures. I'll be, they have an office in Wichita, Manhattan. I'll be at their Manhattan, Kansas office. 
So I'll be an assistant project manager for them. Nice. So it's uh, assisting in the various aspects of making sure managing the building of the project to make sure it gets built on time and on budget. So this was a fabulous real world, get ready to do the the career that you've wanted here at Pitt State kind of experience. Yeah, definitely. We have an excellent construction program. I believe it's in the top five in the nation. So it, you know, going through all those classes really prepared me for this project. That along with my internships prepared me for this project and then for the future as well. So how many students are you managing and what are their roles here? So the number of students, it, it just varies. We're, we're actually attempting to turn this in for an AGC award. So that stands for Associate General Contractors. I'm the president at the school. So as a chapter, we're trying to take this on. So I'm managing it as my senior project, but I've been trying to get them involved in the labor. Um, I'm more managing the subcontractors. Okay. So I think we have approximately 10 wow. different companies that are subcontracting work um, into this from from the concrete slab to the electrical, plumbing, mechanical, insulators, sheet rockers, carpenters, painters, masons, um, and then there's uh, gutters, and there's a few other um, subs involved as well. Were you pleased to see the, the level of involvement from professionals in the community? Oh, definitely. Um, like a lot of it, well, a lot of it is ran like a standard job site to where we actually went, got bids and, you know, they're getting paid for their time. So a lot of contractors, this is, this is a typical job for them. Um, but yeah, we did have some contractors donate a significant amount of work. And I, I was happy to see that. We actually had a member of community donate about several, about 40, 50 hours of his time just out here trimming trees. Because all this, I don't know if you were out here before, but I got pictures. Um, it was very it overgrown. Was, yeah, very overgrown. So that whole back row, you couldn't see the road. It was just all trees and brush. All this was all trees and brush. So this building will be kind of a museum to tell the history of the Carver League and what they did throughout the decades and how they impacted the community and there'll be different exhibits in the building and then they're actually adding on a larger building that will be built new that will be a community center that will have a gym and classrooms and that kind of thing nice so it's wonderful it's within walking distance of the university so i can envision even like history classes getting involved or yeah potentially um, Uh, that's more of the carver league's um core Uh of what they decide to do with their facilities once it's built but um yeah, so there's there's going to be a significant community involvement once it's built, and yeah, you know, there has been throughout the building of the project. That's great. I can, if you want, I can up next, Cruz will install a front door, cabinetry, and a restroom. Zachary said he takes a lot of pride in the work that's being done, and is looking forward to wrapping up the project by graduation in May. I'll plan on checking back in with him at the site before that time, and also hope to track down Bryce and other Carver League members to hear what the project means to them. And now, a visit with an award-winning faculty member in the School of Construction who has helped to lay a foundation of skills and knowledge for hundreds of students like Zachary. Next week, he'll be recognized as the 2022 Outstanding Educator at the Associated General Contractors Annual Convention. I caught up with him in the Kansas Technology Center recently to learn more about what he brings to the classroom here at Pitt State. So I always thought of construction projects is how do we better the lives of other people? Now, as a faculty person, how do I get better the lives of the students? 
And we kind of have a motto here in the School of Construction, building a better world one student at a time. That's why I came here. So I'm Joe Levins, a professor in the School of Construction in the College of Technology at Pittsburgh State University. When I was uh, working at EB Construction, I had risen to the uh, a position of vice president of the central division. And I had started my master's. Uh, my undergraduate degree was Pittsburgh State. I graduated in the fall of 1977. Uh, I went to work with EB Construction in January of 78 and stayed there for 32 years. Now, throughout that process, I had the opportunities to have students from BSU come to my job sites and visit and for field trips. Uh, but then I got more involved with the, the university as I had time and was then relocated in Wichita. And so I kind of got that bug for education. Knew I would have to have a master's at someday if I wanted to teach. And so I worked on my master's uh, at about the same time I got uh, promoted to vice president, which two benefits helped me run the company and gave me the uh, background I needed to be able to teach. And so when they made me a vice president, I said, okay, I'll do it under these conditions. Let's do it for 10 years. Uh, at the end of 10 years, if there's an opportunity for me to move to a higher position in the company, whatever that might be, great. If not, at the end of 10 years, I think I'll go teach at the university. I was nine years into that 10-year program. And the company had gotten small enough that there were several of us doing the same job because we just had grown so small. And so it was time for me to leave. And it just happened that Bruce Dahlman, who was the dean of the College of Technology at the time, had called me in August and said, we have an immediate need. And I said, Bruce, I can't leave yet because I have some projects going on that I'm you know, intricately involved and I just can't leave right now. So when the company and I decided to separate in January, besides my wife, <laughs> Bruce was the next call. I said, okay, now I'm available. Let's start talking. And I, I think I've had, for my career, I've had the best two jobs you could ever hope to have. Number one, I get to be a builder of construction projects. And when you think about construction projects and how they make the lives better for the people that use them. My, one of my big projects in Wichita was the Kellogg flyover in downtown Wichita. Oh, wow. 60, I don't know, 50,000 cars use that expressway every day of the year, which has improved all their lives. They get from the east side to the west side of the Wichita quicker, faster, safer. And it's been doing that since 1994. And you were part of that. And I was a part of that. And we did a lot of work for Boeing and Spirit Aerosystems. And while we were building construction projects, we were helping them build better airplanes. And you think about all the people that have flown on a Boeing 737 or whatever plane. We had a small part of that. And then in turn, they're going to go out and be working on those Kellogg projects and yeah. those airline projects. And exactly. They will find their own mission in life and the projects they build will affect the people that touch those projects in the same way. And so it's uh, what better job could you have? Uh, 
everything starts with construction, okay? Right. To get to the hospital, you have to drive on the road that some contractor built. Once you get to the hospital, it wouldn't be there if it wasn't for a construction team of architects and engineers and contractors building that facility. And then everything that's inside the facility, the operating rooms, the furniture, and everything else had to be manufactured somewhere, but they couldn't manufacture it if a contractor hadn't built that manufacturing plant. So construction touches the lives of a lot, a lot of people. That's, and it's, a, that's it's just, a great reminder. It's just wonderful to get up every day to be a part of that process, know you're touching the lives of many people uh, in many different ways just by building a single project. So you are not unique among the faculty here from the sense that many of you have come from industry. Is that correct? That's correct. Does that give you the leg up, all all of you, the faculty in the the College of Technology and in the School of Construction? Definitely. I think that that's what makes the College of Technology unique and School of Construction unique. As we look at our peer institutions around the country, um, I think we probably have faculty that are second to none primarily because of the experience they bring from industry that we can relate to the students on a day-to-day basis. Uh, You can be book smart, but uh, if you don't have the experience of living it on the job site, it kind of limits your possibilities. And so I think all of us bring different uh, relationships, different uh, experiences that all fit into the classroom and showing the students uh, maybe the I know in my case, a lot of times I share the things that I messed up on. Don't repeat the same mistake. You're going to have plenty of opportunities to not do something right. Okay. Just don't do what I did. (laughs) Okay. So this is what I did and it didn't work. Uh So go try something else. Uh, But sharing good, positive experiences. And then you learn from the experiences that didn't work too. That's just as important. Sure. Because we're all going to have failures. It's how do you manage the failures so you don't repeat the same mistake. And that's part of the learning process. What's your course load look like? What do you teach? So I teach uh, our contracts administration class, which is a three-hour course that is not so much a law course. While we do talk about general contract law, it's more about how to administrate the contract on the job site. And then I also teach our construction management course, and same thing. While we go through some methods and, and ways of doing things, I've now put in a highway job where, again, divide them up into teams. They're going to be the project manager, the superintendent, the field engineer, uh, maybe the project engineer. And they're now going to go build this project. So they've got a month, and that's we spend about four weeks on this assignment. And then my third class is uh, construction cost management. So now, how do you take the budget and be able to apply that budget, understand the per- productivity, the cost per work hour. Uh, We go through this week, we went through depreciation. So the biggest component of equipment rental is the depreciation value of that equipment. And how do you get a return on your investment? So I've been to a number of career fair type events here, construction Mm -hmm. expo and some of those things. And I'm repeatedly told by company representatives that they seek out Pitt State graduates. Um, is that because you fostered a relationship with them or because they know the quality of the graduates they're getting? Yes. <laughs> True well, in both, both cases. Okay. We do, I think, an excellent job of establishing those relationships with all the companies. 
Number two, I think the companies recognize that we operate under a little different model. We have always had that element of the hands-on in our classrooms. And a lot of other schools try to emulate that same model. They don't have the same people that we do. So my next question to you is going to be, how does it feel to be named, uh, you know, to be chosen for this award as an outstanding faculty member? But I have a hunch you're probably going to say that there's other people in the department that helped you earn it. Yes, it's, it's a team effort. The, the AGC of America uh, has this Outstanding Educator Award each year, so it's a nationwide. I have no idea how many people applied for it. I just know that I was fortunate to get selected this year. Um, and I couldn't, would not have got selected if it wasn't for all the people that are in this department plus the industry support that I get. So I'm heavily involved in the AGC of Kansas. I serve on numerous committees with the AGC of America. So that's part of it. But I couldn't do those extracurricular things outside the university here if we didn't have good support from all the other faculty doing their part. It's my name on the award, but it's really about the school construction and how we work as a team. To wrap up this episode, mark your calendar. Coming up on April 12th, the School of Construction will once again roll out the red carpet to exhibitors from coast to coast at the annual Construction Expo. High school, community college, and university students will have the chance to operate construction equipment, explore new technology, and get hands-on experience with construction-related tools. You can learn more at www.pittstate.edu backslash construction. The Pitt State website is also where you'll find the latest news, events, announcements, and features. Visit www.pittstate.edu backslash guerrilla connection. There's a lot happening on campus, and I'll be dropping more podcasts soon. Thanks for listening to Guerrilla Connection.